Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now yesterday we had hoped that, you know, after what was a tumultuous week that we'd see a little bit more calm in equity markets this week, but clearly that was not to be the case. Uh, after what was already a weak start for Japanese and European equity markets, uh, equities in the US came under considerable pressure, with the S&P 500 and Nasdaq falling 32 and 4.3% respectively. Interestingly, it was the energy sector that led the decline, following what was about a 6% fall in oil prices, uh, but we did see bond yields uh, you know, move a little bit lower uh, after rising initially, uh, which was a little bit of a help. Now, the concerns, of course, here continue to be what kind of impact uh, you know, a recent Fed tightening may have on economic growth. Uh, Minneapolis Fed President Kashkari uh, you know, publicly said in a, in a media interview that he was confident inflation would return to normal, but noted that it could take longer than expected, while also specifying that the Fed was unable to influence supply constraints, which was a key challenge. Another factor, of course, was a data point released yesterday that shows Chinese exports uh, did slope relatively significantly to about 3% year-on-year growth from what was double digits. Now, while this was, of course, in line with, uh, with uh, largely in line with consensus, uh, it did raise some question marks over just how much economic growth was likely to slow across major economies. Now, as investors, what you know, some broader context here, of course, is always useful. If we look at the S&P 500 on a standalone basis, it's now down about 16% from its most recent peak. Now, on its own, uh, this fits well within the 10 to 19% pullback ranges we've seen six times within the 2009 and 2020 equity bull market, point we made through a few times earlier. However, we all know that what makes the current market environment far more difficult and painful is that in this sort of pullback, there were relatively few places to seek refuge because year to date, we've obviously seen bond sell off uh, alongside as well. And that has left commodity prices one of the few areas to seek shelter. And recently, we've seen a little bit of downside pressure come through there as well. So clearly, that's a more sort of uh, difficult environment. But the glimmer of hope, of course, for us is that, you know, we saw in the last couple of days, at least, we've seen bond yields really begin to, uh, you know, slow their rise, uh, a point supported by technicals. Now, looking ahead, there are a couple of key events we keep a close eye on. First, of course, is inflation data. As we said yesterday, you know, the US is set to release CPI inflation data later this week. And the key market focus is likely to be whether inflation indeed did peak last month. Uh, consensus, for instance, is looking for a fall in headline inflation to 8.1%. And while that number is still high, it would raise hopes that last month's number may indeed have marked the peak. And that matches what I'd argue is a bit of a glimmer of hope from the Fed, a Fed survey which showed one year ahead inflation expectations did come off a little bit relative to March. Um, the other factor, of course, to watch is you know how the Fed sort of tweaks its messaging. We had the Fed's financial stability report come out yesterday as well, which noted that a sharp increase in interest rates could pose risk to financial market trading conditions, especially if accompanied by a decline in economic activity. Uh, finally, in terms of opportunities, you know, if we look at sort of markets today, uh, we continue to see opportunities in equity sectors and China. So the energy sector, for example, may offer one opportunity given it did pull back quite sharply, but we don't see some of the supply concerns abating immediately given the discussions in Europe around potentially restricting Russian oil supply. 
Financials, of course, remain a potential hedge against higher bond yields. And we know Asian equities and dollar bonds continue to offer beaten up valuations uh, alongside what we what we expect is a gradual turn in Chinese policy. So those are what we see as a couple of opportunities. And of course, as a last point, we would continue to monitor equity market technicals. I think what's interesting is that the S&P, of course, did break below a technical support marked by late February and May lows. But this does begin to... Uh, uh, bring 3950 and 3875 into focus as the next key the key technical levels on the upside though you know clearly the moves in the US bond markets seem to suggest that 3.26% on the 10 year is likely to mark a cap at least in the near term so a few things to watch uh, you know over the next few days but US inflation of course in our view being the key one uh, we'll take a pause there as always if you enjoyed this podcast uh, please don't forget to rate and like us uh, thanks again for listening and we wish you a happy trading day ahead Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.